Hey, it's your girl MJ again, and I am back to give you some more laughs and a bunch of laugh out louds if you're driving in your car or if you're just sitting at home. So, you know, we've been talking about, you know, teachers, they are the backbone of America. They really are. And, you know, I've had so many different types of jobs. And I, like I said, I've done some substitute work and I've had some good days and then I've had some bad days. And I want to say that I probably had more bad days, to be honest, than I had good days. And I mean, that's just the the evolution of for me for being a substitute. But I can only imagine the different things that the teachers have to go through these days. But in one instant, I told you guys I did different grade levels. So I've done high school. I've done middle school. I've done elementary. I've done special needs. I did it all. I think I've substituted in every class. So this particular class was third grade. And so I was a substitute. And the kids are so sweet. But at that point, they all have to go to the bathroom. Everybody needs to go to the bathroom. It's just, you know, I can't get any work done. I just need to go to the bathroom. I got, you know, I need a potty break. I was like, oh, my gosh. So, you know, as I substituted, I kept, you know, writing down on the list. Okay, this group I liked, this group I didn't. And actually, I ended up really, the sweet spot for me was actually junior high. That was a sweet spot for me. I like working with the junior high kids. That, that worked out to my advantage. But this third grade class was a little challenging because they always wanted to go to the bathroom. So, okay, fine. Well, it's lunchtime. So I'm pulling out my lunch and I got the kids off to recess. No, I'm sorry. I got the kids off to lunch. And it was one kid and he was like, well, can I sit in the classroom with you? And I said, well, why you don't want to go to lunch with the rest of the kids? He was like, I don't. I just want to sit in the class with you. And I said, okay. So he's sitting there and I'm like, well, you going to pull your lunch out? He was like, I don't have any lunch. My mom forgot to pack my lunch. And I was like, oh, well, don't they have where they give you a brown bag or something around here for free? And, you know, I still don't know about public school. I mean, you know, I, my lunches were free in private school. He was like, no, they don't. You still have to have money for the brown bag lunch. It's just not free. I was like, oh. So that day I had a lean cuisine. So, you know, lean cuisine is only 200 and some calories. So I couldn't share my lean cuisine. I was hungry. So I was like, dude, I don't know what we're going to do. So I said, okay, I'm going to give you some money and I'm going to give it to you. So you go get your lunch. But I'm going to tell you this. You make sure you tell your mama, don't forget to pack your lunch. And I need her to send my money back. You're going to pay me back. So he was like, okay. So I gave him $5 and he went on to the cafeteria, got his lunch. Now, I was not really expecting this kid to pay me back, but I just wanted to prove it. I was trying to, it was a teachable moment. I thought I was having a teachable moment. Okay. But I was like, okay, somebody does something nice for you. Your gesture is, you know, you're going to see me again tomorrow. You know, you do the right thing and pay that person back. And then I'm going to, of course, say, no, keep it. That's just, you know, whatever. So he Proceeded, had his lunch. The day went on. And so the next day, I really, like I said, was not intending for this kid to bring me my money back. It was a handwritten note that his mom made him write. And it said, 
you know, dear such and such, I just want to thank you. It was her part first. She wrote her part first and said, I just want to thank you for giving my son lunch money. It was my fault. I forgot to give him. We was rushing that day and I forgot to pack his lunch. She said, and I understand that he told he was adamant about making sure that I pay that he paid the money back. And then he wrote on there with my name at the bottom of the letter and says, I have paid off my debt to miss such and such. And he signed his name. And I just could not believe I was done because I had, you know, being a substitute and the type of kids that I've been dealing with. I'm like their parents, you know, I know they don't have a lot of money. Some of them, you know, so I was like, OK, I'm going to get this kid lunch money, you know, whatever. I Like I said, I wasn't anticipating for him to pay me back or his mom to pay me back. But from that and she wrote the letter and had him to sign it at the bottom. That meant to me, told me he's got good home training and she's doing her job. And from there, I was like, I gave him the money back. He was like, no, my mom told me I can't take it back. You have to keep the money. And he would not accept the money back. And I was like, okay. So that was just a little quickie about my little substitute assignments. But that was one of my good days. That was actually one of my good days. Now, like I said, I had a lot of bad days, but that was one of my good days. There's another time, though, I'll tell you about that was a little good So that's a little sweet. Here's a little sour. So another time I was working with the high school population at a different school. These kids were a mess, hot mess. And they were very, you know, verbal and they would fight in the classroom and just do all kinds of stuff. They were just totally disrespectful. But there was this one kid that would always sleep in my class and he sat in the front. And I would always tell him, you got to put your head up. I don't know if you had a late night. I don't know what's going on in your family life, but you got to keep your head up and try to stay awake. He hated when I would wake him up. He would, you know, shrug me off and like, stop touching me. Uh, I'm trying to sleep. Leave me alone. You know, whatever. I'm just going to get my GED because he was in high school. I'm just going to get my GED. And uh, I'm not even going to finish. I'm just going to get a GED and I'm just going to go work at McDonald's or Burger King. That was his claim to fame. I was like, dude, that's what you want to do with your life. Fine, whatever. But while you're sitting in my classroom, you're going to sit up and not sleep in my class. Okay. So we went at it back and forth all day long, all day long. So he fall asleep. I wake him up. He get pissed off, bang on the desk. Get up, walk out, come back in. Just all this craziness. I'm just like, whatever. So I guess he and I had had enough of each other this day. So he finally said to me, I know one thing. You better not come to school tomorrow. I said, what is that supposed to mean? He was like, you heard what I said. You better not come to school tomorrow. Because I know what kind of car you drive. And uh, you're going to come up in here and your tires are going to, you're going to find your tire slashed and you might find your car keyed up. Uh, so are you threatening me? Because this sounds like a threat. So I got all up in his face. I said, are you threatening me? He was like, yeah, I'm threatening you. I said, well, I tell you what, in case you didn't know about me, I'm from Chicago. I'm always throwing the Chicago stuff around. I'm from Chicago, and baby, you ain't seen nothing. So let me just tell you one thing. If my car ends up getting keyed up and my tires get slashed, they might find you in a trunk somewhere, and you can guarantee that. 
Now, y'all know I'm getting my bluff on. I'm a private school. Ain't nobody doing nothing. But you got to get your bluff on with these kids. These kids are threatening me and being crazy. Just like, what? So he kind of just looked at me and bucked his eyes like, well, we'll see. I said, well, we'll see. And that's kind of how our interaction went. And he left. So the next day, I'm, as they say from New Orleans, bowed it, bowed it. I'm ready. I got the Vaseline on my face. I'm like, okay, it's going down. I told some of my friends I might have to call and tell y'all to come up here and handle this little kid. I don't know. But if he does anything to my car, I'm calling the police and it's on. So I'm ready. I'm going into the classroom like big, bad, bootsy Godzilla. I'm stumping in. Guess what? Guess who didn't come to school? Yeah. Didn't come to school that day. I'm ready for war. I'm like, you know, like, oh, man. Then I thought, well, maybe he didn't come to school because at lunchtime, he's going to be out there slashing my tires and keying up my car. So every hour, I'm taking a bathroom break, running out to the parking lot, checking my car. I'm all good, fine, no issues. So I'm like, what happened to the big bad bully? Okay, okay, whatever. The next day, he comes in, got a haircut, looked like he got some sleep. He must have found some sense on the way because he came to my desk and apologized. Can you believe it? I couldn't. I'm telling you, the stuff, uh, sour, sweet, all the in-between. He was like, you know what? I was out of line and I was out of pocket and I was having a bad day. And that was a threat and I shouldn't have threatened you. And for that, I, I apologize. I said, well, why didn't you come to school the next day? He said, because I was afraid that you told me you were going to throw me in the trunk. So I was afraid. I said, well, yeah, you know, I got my bluff back on again. I said, well, yeah, you know, because I was ready for you. Yeah, you know, but, you know, we, we good now. So we shook hands. And after that, I had no issues out of him. So there you have it. Another crazy substitute chronicle and until next time put a pen in that you guys and you can reach me on my instagram page and i'm mj and i'm out of here